Betty's Soliloquy by Fanny Fern. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner. Located in Ballyclare, County Antrim, Northern Ireland. Betty's Soliloquy. Hard to live out? Well, that's just as you choose to take it. Some folks have no faculty at getting along in this world. My name is Easy, and my nature is Ditto. When I go to a place I always say yes to everything they ask me. I never make an objection to doing anything. Of course my mistress likes that. As to really doing all I promise to do, leave me alone to manage that. With as innocent a face as the baby I take care of. Now for instance, Suppose she sends me up into the nursery to get the child asleep. It is tiresome work. There's a great deal of coaxing and twisting and wriggling and rocking and singing to be done before that can be brought about. And it tires me and I don't like it. But of course I reply, certainly, ma'am, when she bids me. And I take the child upstairs. Then I sit down with it and just hold it in some uncomfortable position so that it will cry loud enough to fret its mamma. Then she bears it a while, thinking baby will stop by and by, but baby somehow don't stop. Then she comes up and says to me, Betty, what do you think can ail baby? And I ask it, and hold it up to my face and say, Poor little dear, I am afraid it has a bad stomach ache. It won't be easy anyhow, I try. And then she says, well, I'll take it a while, Betty, and see if I can't soothe it asleep. And I say, oh no, ma'am, it is a pity you should tire yourself with the child. And she, seeing me so willing, just takes it, don't you see? That's the way to do. There's no use in fighting. One's way through the world, when a little cunning answers just as well. Well, then my mistress likes baby to go out of doors a great deal. Now, as a general thing, I never engage to live with a lady who don't keep her own carriage on that account. It's very nice to be sent out in a carriage with the baby, for an airing with John, the coachman, particularly when John is agreeable, which is sometimes the case. It makes a body feel like somebody to say, John, you may drive here, or John, you may drive there. But of course one cannot always get a place to one's mind. And so when my mistress uses her feet instead of a carriage, she needn't think that I shall do it any more than I can possibly help. So when she tells me to take baby out, I say yes, am as I always do, respectfully, I hope. And I go out, and out I go, and make for the first kitchen where I have a pleasant acquaintance. And baby can wait till we get through our gossip, which is not very soon. Of course, I never take a little tell-tale of an older child with me on such occasions. I tell mistress I'm so afraid of its getting run over or something while I'm minding baby. Then as to my privileges, I hope I know enough to have one of my friends, sick or dead, if I want an evening out. There can't anything be said against that, you know, if one is only judicious enough not to have it happen too often. Sometimes I come across a mistress who is too keen for me. Now I never like to live with a lady who has grey eyes. In that case, we have a mutual inclination to part, of course. But as a general thing, I find my way of managing 
first rate because i give no impudence you see which is what most ladies are so touchy about as to conscience humph where are their consciences i'd like to know it is a poor rule that won't work both ways i should be worn to a skeleton if i kept a conscience end of betty's soliloquy by fanny fern